What's up, nerds? And welcome back to your weekly dose of all that is pop culture and nerdum with your three favorite fat nerds. That's right, it's time for the flagship Three Fat Nerds Podcast, better known as 3FN. And as always, we are coming to you from the 8122 Production Studios at Dragon Master Games. I am your host, Rich. And joining me as they do each and every single week. First up, he is the man that just this week single-handedly beat the shit out of Bill Cosby. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Ron. What's happening? And of course, he is the man that doesn't need an introduction, yet he has the longest introduction in all of podcasting. Ladies and gentlemen, it's hashtag Big Natty Cool. Hashtag Mad Dog Strong Style. Hashtag Challenge Accepted. Hashtag Diesel Malenko, because he's the man of a thousand and four hashtags. He is the leader of the Minnow Gang. And is your favorite podcaster's favorite podcaster. He's the man, the myth, and the legend rolled into one jolly old ginger bearded feller. Ladies and gentlemen, I give to you Diesel you want to go in with me and buying Dos Rios? Oh. <laughs> I just want the, the basement hallways. Well, there's a little 607 local oh. humor. Oh. Uh, if you don't know, if, oh. you, if you're in the 607, you might know. Uh, well, I, I'm pretty sure everybody knows. Oh, it. Jesus. Uh, we, we're going to stay away from the rest of that. But I hope everybody had an awesome week because uh, I, I think we, we all did here. Uh, but we'll find out first, Fan, because Ron, how has been your past week? Uh, the long week has been over. Uh, in the last payday pay period, I've worked 110 hours. <laughs> That's the thing that happened uh, because of said snowstorm we got Wednesday. All that snow. Oh, the tons of snow. The tons of snow we got here. It, it, it uh, defeated that four foot record we had last year. I had to stay at work Wednesday until six o'clock, so we did not game Wednesday. Oh, unfortunately. I, I but we had all that snow. We had all that snow. I, I took stayed. a snow day. I know you, <laughs> you do. Yeah, I, I didn't. I, it was starting to get slick out when I left job number ones, and I didn't want to like get dropped off like at eleven o'clock and have the roads be really slippery. So I was like, I'm just calling a snow day. That's <laughs> where I got caught up on Hawkeye. <laughs> nice. The, the worst part about it is I didn't even realize that there was supposed to be any kind of snow because you know me, I don't watch the weather reports. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't too bad. I got home and I just kind of was hanging out. Anyways. Yeah, I, I needed a day off. No, yeah, it was just funny because I didn't like. It was like all kind of annoyed. Oh, excuse me, that we were that it happened. I'm like, I don't want to be here. I've been here already too much this week, yeah. this pay period. I just want to go home. And then, then because of that, Friday into Saturday just basically meant I slept. He just slept. <laughs> like, well, you know, sometimes sleeping is a good thing to get caught up on. I slept and then woke up and went and got food and slept some more. Yeah, so nice. that's pretty much my week. Living the dream, player. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Diesel had a little more entertaining of a week than that. What you got going on, Big Natty Cool? Yep, uh, Saturday went up with uh, a good friend of mine and his son and his son's friend to play in a 5K up in Syracuse, New York for Modern and Magic the Gathering, to which I went 03, which was actually 1-2, because but I played uh, my friend's kid's friend, and I was like, well, I'm dropping after this round, so I'm just giving you the win after we played. So if you want to continue, because I thought my friend was still live, but he wasn't. So we... we, we 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 uh, we we did horribly horribly. We did a bad showing. I'm sure that there was a bunch of people there though. Yeah, there was uh, 128 people there for the yeah. Tournament. Well, that 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 does help with uh, doing well if you're having a bad day. Yep. Um, but we checked out this uh, grand opening of a 
uh, store up there that was really cool. Shout out. I know they're not a sponsor, but Larger Than Life Games. If you're into action figures, holy shit, it's cool as shit. And Diesel also bought me a couple of uh, Toonie Terrors. Yep. Uh, he had to send me a picture, and I was like, uh, one of each, please. But I, I kept it easy <laughs> on him. I only asked for two, but I I definitely want to go up to yeah. see this place myself. It, it was <laughs> a very cool store, and then uh, the four of us went to Golden Corral. So scrubbing out paid off in dividends. I wish I would have been at Golden Corral. It, it was yeah. all right. I, I definitely prefer the Albany one, I will say that. But it was good. It was good. It was a good time. And then uh, Sunday, I just worked job number two all day, open to close, and that was about it. We finally got done with the first iteration of alphabetizing. We are back to set sorting again. Woo! Oh. Lucky you. Happy days are <laughs> here again for Diesel. Yep. Uh, my weekend was uh, simple. My wife had her birthday, so happy birthday to my wife. Once again, it was just it was on Sunday official, but we celebrated with her uh, with my father-in-law and mother-in-law on Saturday. Uh, so, so the kids were there, and Amanda's brother was there, and uh, we had a we had a good time. We had a good time. Pop, my my uh, grandparents were there. Good time. And then uh, Sunday we went for her uh, normal uh, birthday meal because for whatever reason my my wife loves Red Robin. So birthday time we always go to Red Robin for nice. it. So we we did that. Uh, we took my mom with us for that. But uh, other than that, like I just uh, I, we streamed on Saturday night for Ring of Honor Final Battle, possibly the last Ring of Honor show. Of all time. So if you're into that, we're going to be reviewing it this week on 607TWS. And, uh, yeah. Oh, oh. speaking of 607TWS, found out some cool news. Well, we were streaming for Final Battle. Right as we were going live, I got an email that came up on my thing. Uh, we, of course, we moved 607TWS to its own channel. Uh, as you guys have known now, uh, go ahead and search it out and find it. It's awesome. Uh, if you're still a wrestling fan, we are still doing it live on Twitch every Monday night. You know, twitch.tv slash 607podcast, 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time every Monday night. Join the chat. Go be there live. You can watch the replays as they're up for 14 days. And it's in podcast format. It's on channel 607TWS. So within a month, we got notified that we are number one in wrestling in Nigeria on Apple Podcasts. <laughs> and, and we are 119th in wrestling in the United States in one month. Nice. So we're charting already. Uh, I see you lean into the Nigeria thing. <laughs> uh, we are going to be thinking, because I'm, I'm hoping to be able to hang out with uh, Kamaru Usman and Francis Naganu, uh, because obviously I'm a big celebrity over there as they are. Exactly. So I feel like I can sit at that table. And uh, it, what, uh, what better protection than to be at that table? Uh, but yeah, so that's pretty cool. I also found out that we're charting too. Uh, on Apple Podcasts, so we're, we're we're making it up there in a TV and film, which is a tough bracket to be in. <laughs> but uh, you know, the good things. Now I know why Manscaped is stalking my inbox. <laughs> can, can we just like send them pictures of uh, before shot? <laughs> well, I don't know how they want to work it. I, I, I did send them a nice email back. Who knows? Not a sponsor yet. You know me with sponsorships. It's, it's kind of, I'm, I'm, I'm weird because I don't want to put commercials in the show. No, I'm just Although gonna... this personal one, I, I, as long as they would let me read, let do a live read, then I would do it. Just because I just love to hear you talk about the the <laughs> the hedge the hedge clippers or whatever they call them. They need to come straight because I'll show them a, a, the before photo and like you got to send your top notch uh, quality products. None of this uh, entry <laughs> no, level shit lawn, for me. It's the lawnmower four. I think that's what it is. I'm not. I'm, yeah. I, I'm not joking. Yeah, I think. And it then is. they have the crop reviver. <laughs> so I mean. <laughs> Of course, I'm not trying any of this. I'm married, so Diesel, you're up. <laughs> uh, do they also include hair dye? 
I don't we, know. we need to uh, reinvigorate the Red uh, Forest. But we'll cross that bridge <laughs> when we get there. So anyways, uh, so a lot of cool things as far as the podcast goes. So thank you guys who listen at home, uh, whether you listen to 607 TWS or just the Three Fat Nerds podcast. We love you guys either way. And uh, thank you because we're, we're moving on up to the east side. Finally got us a piece of that pie, if you will. So... Uh, and Diesel's been hoping to get a piece of a certain <laughs> kind of pie. Did, did you watch that live and whatever it was, NBC Live or whatever? No, I did not. It was actually not horrible. It was all right. Huh? It was, I mean, it was just funny watching uh, uh, Kevin Hart play Arnold. That's that's kind of funny. <laughs> but I did not see it. I, it, it was worth a watch. It was just something different. But with that being said, before we get into the show too far, let's do them opening plugs. And of course, if you would like to talk to us, say hi, give us a subject to talk about or a movie to review or anything under the sun. You can hit us up on the social medias. We are Three Fat Nerds Podcast on Facebook. Like and share that page. We're at Three Fat Nerds Pod on Twitter and Instagram and TikTok. Hashtag 3FNPod whenever talking about the show. Always remember, whenever anything we mention with our name, it is the number three, not the word three. Uh, so there you go. Of course, uh, if you're not already following or subscribed on your favorite podcatcher, hit us up. Make sure you make sure you get the show to you each and every week. It's awesome. There's some great stuff going on there. There's going to be some bonus stuff coming out in the near future. Uh, so you're going to want to be making sure you hit click that button so you get those extra reviews and stuff that we might be dropping right here on the Three Fat Nerds Network of Podcasting. And uh, also, uh, you know, it just it helps us out. By the way, if there is a review section on that podcatcher make sure you fill out a five-star review for us help us out with the algorithms a great present you can give to us for absolutely nothing also if you're on good pods great way to listen to your podcast you know what you can review each episode with a five-star rating it's great helps us uh you know boost the ego over there on good pods uh, with that being said, if you want all the information about Three Fat Nerds Podcast, you can find it at 8122productions.com. Of course, there you'll find the Tee Public store. So if you would like to buy some merch, wear some cool swag, and we got some new stuff coming out, you can get it there. Link is there. Also, the link to twitch.tv slash 607podcast is there. Remember, 607TWS is still every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time for all you wrestling fans. Myself and Ken M from the ODPH talking all things pro wrestling. Of course, also the link to... Uh, Horror Zone 607 and 607 TWS and uh, the bands like Shout at the Robots who do our theme song Fail Better. You can find out all about them and more and our local sponsors. All of that is at 8122productions.com and there's also another link there, but I'm going to tell you about it here. If you would like to support the show for as little as $1 a month, you can do that over at Patreon. Patreon.com slash 8122productions. You get a ton of extra bonus content and it's for as little as $1 a month. There's only two tiers. $1 and $3 tier. Trust me, you're going to want to do that. It's a lot of fun, and you get a ton of extra stuff, and you get to see Diesel in his natural habitat over there at patreon.com slash 8122productions. Damn. You know, last week, I stumbled, fumbled, and bumbled <laughs> the opening plugs and shameless plugs. This week, I nailed that shit. Nice. I just want to throw that out there. I'm proud of myself. I really should just do the easy part and just like record it once and just insert it everywhere. But every week I like to change it up because I didn't yeah. I didn't stay on the Twitch thing because we talked about it previous because I was talking about things going on. Damn. Sometimes I surprise myself with how good I actually am at this thing. And then sometimes I sit here and go, man, I fucking suck at life. That part usually happens more than the other. But with that being said, you don't want to hear about me and my self-doubts as a fat man. You want to hear our takes and opinions on all things pop culture and nerdum. And you know that means we can only start one place. On this.
this week's edition of the Nerd News. Yeah, that's right. I love this song, by the way. <laughs> Thank you, generic news music from YouTube. <laughs> and it's copyright free. Uh, so with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, uh, uh, let's start off by talking about some trailers. We always like to dive into some trailers. And, uh, you know, we usually don't break down the video game stuff. And I'm not going to dive too much in. But I know our good friend Padawan J over the ODPH is going to drop that this week. So, uh, Wednesday, look out for the new ODPH podcast because I know he's going to deep dive on the video game awards this week. I will say there was some awesome stuff. I don't know how much you got to see of it, Ron. But there was not some much. awesome I, games yeah. uh, announced. We got to see some first-time trailer play for like the Suicide Squad. Actual yes. gameplay footage was really cool. Some really cool announcements. There's a new Star Wars game that looks... It, what We didn't get to see gameplay, but the concept looks amazing. And I want to play as the guy with no nose. <laughs> There's a guy in the trailer with no nose. I'm just going to tell you that, Diesel, because I know you didn't see it. Artie Lane got some work. Oh, hi oh. oh. Hey, hey, Diesel. Wait a minute. Hold on. I, I think I got to hit it. So y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband because they're raping everybody out here. Because he's snorting everything around here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, zingers. Uh, but, uh, you know, they had so much. We had, There's a lot of games coming out. I was checking out some. I'm very excited for a lot of them. But like I said, uh, I know our good friend Padawan Jay will be doing a deep dive on this week. But there was one piece of business because, you know, we're all about TV and movies is where we're in comic books and stuff. There was one thing that did come out during it. Movie related. That right. We got the first trailer for Sonic the Hedgehog 2. And I know that we were all fans of the first Sonic the Hedgehog movie. Yes, which, surprisingly. Which I, I'm also very surprised at because, you know, when you hear the word video game movie, you usually think this shit's going to suck. Unless it's Double Dragon. <laughs> <laughs> even 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 better, like I just saw Resident Evil. No, 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 no. Well, we got to see the first trailer, and I'm going to tell you what. I was blown away just like the first movie. I'm in. Uh, how'd you guys think about the first trailer, starting with you, Diesel? Change of scenery. We're in Seattle now. Um, looks great. Get to see the return of Jim Carrey. Everybody's coming back, it looks like. And we have a sexy, sexy sounding Knuckles. I don't know how I feel about this. My only problem with this is I'm not, I was never a Sega kid, so I don't know all the references. But even that being said, I really enjoyed the first movie a lot more than I thought I was going to, so I'm I'm excited for this. Yeah. I mean, it's Sonic. There's not really that many references. <laughs> I know zero. I never played no, they Sonic. No, they, did, they didn't stick to yeah. any kind of the yeah. game at all. Uh, they just kind of made up a story with using the characters, which I'm fine yeah. with because that's yeah. what turned it into really good. Yeah. And I got to be honest, the highlight of this trail, the, uh, like the first highlight of this trailer was seeing Jim Carrey back. Yeah. Yes. Like we, we knew he was coming back, but yeah. it was it was awesome seeing him again. And then, of course, the reveal of Knuckles, which yeah. we knew was going to be in the movie, but it's the first time seeing and hearing Knuckles. Yeah. What was your uh, oh. opinion of the trailer, uh, Ron? Yeah. I'm all about it. You know, it's it's funny because Sonic's there trying to be a hero in, in, in our everyday world. And there's just like, you just can't do that. He goes, why not? I can do anything I want. And then all of a sudden, Dr. Robotnik shows back up with his army of robots, which actually looked pretty cool. Yeah. So I was like, okay. And then they showed you Knuckles, and that's all you needed. So now we have Tails and Knuckles. And it's, it's actually cool because they're not, like, going, okay, Sonic 1 had just Sonic, Sonic 2 will have Sonic and Tails, Sonic 3 will have Knuckles, but they're just blowing. Yeah. They're going in, man. Going in. I'm good with it. Well, I mean, Sonic 3 gets Shadows. I, I'm assuming oh, if it does well. I, I, yeah, I'm, I'm either Shadow or the Sega CD, uh, the Robot Sonic. Oh, yeah, it could be, too. That could be, too. Uh, just so you guys know, of course, as we already mentioned, J Jim Carrey is back as Dr. Robotnik slash Eggman. Yep. Uh, and, of course, Ben Schwartz is back 
as the voice of Sonic the Hedgehog. Yeah. Joining the cast, of course, as we mentioned, Tails, who is being voiced by Colleen O'Shaughnessy. And, of course, he mentioned the sexy sound, <laughs> Knuckles, who is being voiced by the one and only Idris Elba. Oh, yeah. And uh, speaking of sexiness, Shamar Moore is in this movie in a yet untitled role. <laughs> I'm just looking at the cast. He's right there. So I'm just saying. They're bringing sexy back to the Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. world. I'm just throwing it out there, folks. Yeah. Oh, oh, put a ring on that. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, speaking of which, it is uh, slated to come out on April 8th, 2022. And please believe we will be uh, oh, yeah. Diesel's Movie Club reviewing that when it arrives. Uh, speaking of trailers, we got a trailer that we were all waiting for, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, especially if you listen to this show, you know we were on bated breath. We've gotten teasers. We've gotten reveals. Finally, we have the first official trailer for Cobra Kai Season 4. And uh, Diesel, I know you can't contain yourself. I know you filled the <laughs> cup when we came to the studio. How were, how are you feeling about this uh, trailer, man? I really enjoyed it. And the funny like little backstory, one of the guys at work was like, do you think they're going to release the trailer? I'm like... It's Netflix. They probably will, but they don't need to. People are going to watch, and that day is when they released it. <laughs> I like coming back from break. I'm like, Joe, dude, trailer's out now. Um, love the trailer. Not exactly sure where they're going. Um, Terry's aged quite a bit. Oh yeah. <laughs> um, but still, <laughs> but it still looks cool as shit. I cannot wait. And well, the plus part about Terry is like he, he when he comes in, he's a little disheveled, like his hair's a little yeah. messy and all that stuff. And then when you see him actually like getting ready to train, like he goes into full yeah. slick back hair and the ponytail, yeah. and you're just like, oh shit! Yeah. And then and then doing the whole, uh, Danny, you don't want to admit that you have a little Cobra Kai in you, don't you? And he's just like, ooh, that hurts. Yeah, <laughs> that oh. hurts. And the great use of you know the flashbacks from Karate Kid Three. Yeah, this looks great, and I don't know where they're going with it. Quite exactly, but I cannot wait. December what? December thirty first, New Year's Eve. Cannot yep. come fast. We, enough. we will be we will be in Atlantic <laughs> City, New Jersey, and in between watching GCW wrestling and JCW wrestling, we will also be viewing season uh, four in its entirety. I promise that weekend will be spent watching wrestling and Cobra Kai in oh. Atlantic City, New Jersey. New Year's Eve, I will be watching Cobra Kai by myself in my house alone. You can message us. I mean, we'll be at the wrestling show from like eight to eleven. We'll be en route to the wrestling show earlier in the day, but. You, as soon as we are able, that night I, I feel like I'll stay up to watch a few episodes. We'll probably get up in the morning and watch a few episodes with breakfast. Yep. And then we'll go to the JCW show in the afternoon, go to dinner, watch that, stay up to watch it. And then uh, probably watch some more episodes, if not the rest of it, before we depart Atlantic City. Yeah. If not, when we return to town, the, we'll stop in my house and watch whatever's left before uh, the day is over. Cannot wait. It looks really good. Of course, that will be hitting, like I said, December 31st. Uh, but let's stick with Netflix because Netflix had another big piece of news, did it not, Ronald? Because oh, uh, Ron, I know, is very heartbroken about this, as I am, because I thought it was very good for the first season. But uh, it is official. Netflix has canceled Cowboy Bebop, the live-action Cowboy Bebop, that is, after just one season. Ron, take the floor and let Netflix know what you think about them. I don't understand the point of Netflix. I understand they run all their things through an algorithm, and if it doesn't hit a certain number... They're just like, yeah, no, okay. I get it that they had a lot of issues with this, with delayed productions because of a hurt, uh, Johnny Cho getting hurt. Yeah. And, you know, I get it. It's, it. It is an expensive show. But we got three seasons of fucking Lost in fucking space, and that show is freaking horrible. But you wait until the end of, you know, you wait until the last episode of uh, Cowboy Bebop for what 
could have been an amazing season two. And Rich knows what I'm talking about. And oh, yeah. I don't want to give it away if anybody hasn't seen it. Like, seriously, watch it. It, it pays. It's worth all the way through. Um, I have. I've been seeing people bitch and complain, going, "Oh, well, the, f- the original was only season was one season two. I'm like, "Yeah, but come on, like you, at least give two seasons. Yeah. Like you could, because you could have flushed out a lot more than they were going. And I understand people are upset that the love triangle story they switched a little. I get it. And no, it's not the love triangle story you think, unless you know the, the original Cowboy View Up. Fine, but it, it's not what you think. And every character, like, I actually enjoyed everybody's portrayal of every character, which is usually in most cases I don't, but like this, I, I did. Like Netflix, I don't get why you're just like, oh, here you go. Oh, yeah, um, because it didn't do Squid Game numbers, so we can't, you know, it, it's got to go. Wait, Squid Game took 38 days or 28 days to become number one in the top and people to start talking about. Yeah. So why can't you give one more season? <laughs> and why why just announce it as canceled? Just like, all right, we're going to yeah. keep our options open. We might not yeah. do anything with it now, but I let's not like heartbreak people. But yeah. it, I didn't watch it. I have no interest in Cowboy Bebop. That's yeah. just me. But I know from what I've seen online, either you loved it or you hated it. There was yeah. no, like, no, no doubt that it's good. Like there was a, it was seemed to be very polarizing in that community. People wanted it to be like the anime, and like I said, you can't, yeah, because then it, then you, then you're just rewatching the anime. Yeah, like, well, yeah, you got to change yeah, it up a little bit. It, like if, if they were gonna keep it the way the anime was, then you were just done season two live action, yeah, and just go from there. There's no, but like this whole thing of oh we did this okay now we're canceled. I don't understand why Netflix is always like we cancel we cancel we cancel we cancel. Next Netflix to me, and this is just my opinion. My take on it is Netflix is playing from a position where they've been so far in the lead for so long, but now they feel the breath on their their neck from like Disney Plus and from HBO Max, and both of them have amazing IPs. Not not just not not just ones they own because yeah. they they both own amazing IPs, yeah. but then other ones that they have contact with, and even the Peacock. The Peacock showed that they've been a major player. They I mean they bought the rights to Halloween Kills, you yeah. know, and so I feel like a lot of what they're doing is instead of just doing the things that people liked. From yeah. Netflix, which they spent a ton of money on these production Hollywood movies, yeah. and, and instead of just doing like that with the shows and just going the well, because Netflix has been known for doing good shows, yeah. Yeah. and what they're doing is they're like, okay, throw shit at the wall. If it doesn't stick the way we want, like Diesel pointed out, then we're just going to just fucking wipe the like, wall, like the, fly. like the fly that's still there. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Like, like if you if you wipe the wall clean, you're never gonna see. Anything. Like, there's fans, and you could draw numbers in. And even if it's a smaller number, that's still less people watching HBO Max or yeah. Disney Plus, who definitely have, let's be honest, the better IPs yeah. than you do. And I know that we talked about on Horizon 607 this week. We know in February, Netflix spent a lot of money on purchasing the new Texas Chainsaw Massacre movie. Which was not shot by Netflix. It was shot. We don't even have to get into those troubles. Listen to Horror Zone 607. Anywhere you get podcasts by searching Horror Zone 607. And uh, you'll understand, you know, go back a little ways. Because we've been been tracking this for a long time. There's been a lot of issues with the way that movie was shot. We don't know if it'll be good or not. But they they jumped in. I was like, well, that's good. Netflix is showing like a killer attitude. And they need... Uh, the money they need to they need to bring things there. Obviously, we know that Peacock did a great job with Halloween Kills, and Halloween Kills still made a killer box office. And on top of that, probably got paid like eighty million to a hundred million to also be on the Peacock. Yeah. So it, I understand, but canceling stuff that people like isn't going to get you to the dance. Not only canceling stuff that people like, but stuff that people actively dislike. 
because if you continue it, yeah. you got the people that love it, and you got the people that hate it. They're yeah. still gonna watch. Well, it's that's my stuff oh, yeah. on uh, Lost in Space. Like I, I, I'm on episode two or three yeah. of the new season, and I gotta watch them in spurts. But the show's so bad. Yeah, but so like, say, young Padawan Jay loves that show, so watch out. But apathy is he what, loves a lot of things, and he's fucking wrong on half of them. <laughs> I, I did come out of the Eternals and just like, what the hell's wrong? Oh, with this hold on. <laughs> I mean, you're not wrong, <laughs> but you didn't have to say it. I mean, good lord. But people weren't apathetic about the show. People either loved it or hated it. So you have all those people. Even the people that hated it, you throw out season two. They're going to watch it, even yeah. if it's just to become angry. Because I watch stuff that just makes me angry for the sole purpose <laughs> of making me angry. Well, you, you are you are a troll. Yeah. And you do troll but, things. Like, in, most of the people that I know actually enjoyed it. Like, yeah. they're like, it was definitely worth to watch and the payoff at the end is worth it and it, it you meet the last character okay. i mean that's all it is and, it, and then now you're just like oh we need a whole season of that yeah well uh speaking of trolls though let's uh, move on to some troll news from marvel entertainment uh from their at marvel account which is the overall account not the mcu account yeah. i want to point this out they had tweeted out this week a picture of uh captain carter's shield and it said, reporting for duty March 2022. And of course, the internet, because they don't read things, went ballistic. Because underneath it said, hashtag Marvel Comics. Yep. So they're doing a new line of Captain yeah. uh, Carter on the Marvel Comics. But uh, uh, there were some people who ran with this on the internet because they thought that, they were, uh, you know, they didn't read the whole thing. Yeah, they, they were going to get a live action show or more or a horror cartoon or something. Yeah. Like off the base, off the story after what if. To be fair, like sometimes it is confusing because Marvel will put out trailer for new Fantastic Four, and you're like, "Holy shit! Why does a, comic, a comic book? Line. Why does a comic book need a trailer?" Because <laughs> they're trying to make some money. I, I, I know, but it's, they know what they're doing too at the same time. But oh, yeah, 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 that one's a little less yeah. as much as that. That's why I said they do some trolling. Yeah. It's, it's, it's no, on purpose, I, but I mean, they're they I were they were funny. honest. It's just people have to remember read the whole statement. Yeah. Reading is a big thing on social media. People just read what they want. We said this a couple weeks ago with with some other articles. Speaking of which, this is where the real trolls come in because this past week also we had the uh, fake. I want to stress the word fake. Thor: Love and Thunder poster posted. Uh, when you look at this poster, it is bad. Yeah, it is real bad. Uh, but some sites and people ran with it. Some people reported on it. Uh, we last week we could have ran with it because I saw it, but I knew looking at it, it wasn't real. Uh, despite what some places it also was not going across any of the sites that we use because they also knew it wasn't real. And uh, some people have doubled down to defend it, but uh, I would just like to read what Taika Waititi's response was on Twitter to it. Shall I? Yes, please. Taika Waititi of The Bad Poster says, This is so bad that I kind of wish it was an official poster. It's definitely what I would have done if I was in charge of posters. (laughs) (laughs) So, ladies and gentlemen, it's Taika Waititi approved. Uh, so, I mean, uh, come on, guys. We, uh, we got to do better. And I understand. You know how hard it is to be a pop culture and nerdum podcast when everybody's flooding it out there? But then you see we got this covered, and, you yeah. know, it oh. ain't real. <laughs> I get all my news from we got this covered. Yeah. Oh, I actually haven't seen a lot lately from them. I think, you know, I think, I think they're rebranding again. Because oh, be. there might be some other uh, places who are running this that might be them rebranding. Because remember, they were going under different websites at one point, Jokestra, then it would transfer you over to their website. Yeah. Oh, so you'd click right. on something, you'd be like, son of a bitch. Yeah. And you click out. Yeah, I haven't been clicking on a lot of them. Dude, lie. that's why I only trust certain sites. If you want to know the sites we use mostly for this show, I can tell you it's comicbook.com. Yep. I can also tell you we use Variety, Deadline, and uh, Variety. 
Yeah. Uh, so we use all the Hollywood magazines pretty much, and also, and then also the sources. Like I use things that come straight from Marvel. IGN, obviously, we yeah. use a lot of too. So I mean, pretty trusted sites. That doesn't mean they're always right. No, but. because sometimes people will jump the gun and announce something that they shouldn't. Uh, but uh, I feel more comfortable using a source. And if I feel uncomfortable, I don't use it. That's yeah. why we did see the poster last week. We all took a look at it and went, ooh, this is bad. <laughs> and so we weren't going to talk about it at all. But somehow in the week, there was like this thing. And then, you know, the internet does its thing. And yeah. so just throwing it out there. If you did see the Thor Love and uh, Thunder poster, it was not real. Bottom line, final. I can't, I can't believe it. Final they, answer. They really should do it like a... Like a 2000s rom-com starring Matthew McConaughey. You have Thor and Jane Foster back to back and just her shaking her head. Yeah. <laughs> I just love Taika Waititi's response to this. <laughs> like, ladies and gentlemen, if you if you had anything, the guy the guy is yeah, talking about rules. <laughs> also, I, I also I also want to point out that I don't. We were talking me and uh, Ken M from the ODPH. We're talking about this like this past weekend, and we both were like, you know, you're not going to probably see any promotional stuff or trailers for this movie until like January, February, because the movie doesn't come out until May. Yeah, yeah, and I mean, and before that movie comes out, we get um, Doctor Strange. No, that's right. Doctor yeah. Strange is first. Doctor yeah. Strange is up next. Yeah, I so that's in March. Yeah. So yeah. So they'll probably yeah, get yeah. the trailer at Doctor Strange. And you might yeah. get it a little sooner than that. We'll, we'll probably get a sneak, Super Bowl. A sneak tra- trailer or sneak peek at Doctor Strange are... at Spider-Man. We'll get a we'll get a full length Doctor Strange like major trailer for Super Bowl or right before Super Bowl, yeah. and then we'll get a te- we'll get the first trailer at Spider Man. I think that's that's the teaser. Order, right? because yeah. we're we're about to jump on that in a second. Yeah. By the way, uh, but then I think uh, we'll get I think you'll get the first Love and Thunder either teaser or trailer at Super Bowl because then they'll build it up. Yeah, that's just how, that's how I think. But whatever. Speaking of looking ahead, as we just mentioned, possibly multiverse of madness uh, stuff going on. Of course, this week it's finally arrived. Spider-Man No Way Home, or as Diesel calls it, Spider-Way No Man Home. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be hitting the theaters. I know the three of us have tickets to the 7.30 showing on yep. Thursday that we had to pay a premium for, and you guys heard and us rant. We're not going to rant on it again. There's no premium for The Matrix. There is no premium for The Matrix. Uh, so we're not going to rant on it again, but, but we are going to talk about our final predictions and our per, you know on what we think is going to be in this movie maybe you know some wild ones some and loose ones and i i, I think i know where diesel's going to go with his prediction up front but do you have do you have any predictions well there's a certain character people think is really involved in this movie that you're a big fan of what Mis- the original mysterio no 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 <laughs> I, I, no, no but you you you're with the right letter m may uh, remember who was supposed to start it with WandaVision? Your your victory lap, Diesel. Wow, I can't believe I have to read you this one. Yeah, you got yeah. <laughs> Mephisto, Diesel. Oh, There's Jesus. people claiming Mephisto's in this movie. What do you what do you what do you think about that? I, I that's right. Oh, yeah, because I remember like when the first teaser came out, they were like, "Oh, Doctor Strange doesn't look right. It's probably Mephisto." Fuck you, it's not. Oh, yeah. After a month of therapy, I tried really hard to get that out of my head. The bad guy from WandaVision was. Grief. It was a lifetime movie of goddamn Marvel TV, but uh, I think it's gonna be really good. I'm not. Sh- I, I kind of want the multiple Spider Man to be like a red herring and not actually happen now. Really? Yeah. I, got- I still want the damn meme. Yeah. I, mean- I want that like end credits, like like sort of like what they did with the animated thing, like with uh, Into the Spider Verse. Okay. 
Well, if they do that, like if they do the the it be a red herring that they were there, they're still going to show up in like the end credit scenes or yeah. something. Like because that's going to happen. Yeah. There's no way it's not. If they do throw us for that loop and it's really uh you know Parker uh whoever like whoever else Doctor Strange and somebody else jumping in Flash Thompson, you yeah. know whatever something, you know. I get it. <laughs> like it, it it'd be fine. I, I wouldn't be upset. I wouldn't be upset if we got the three Spider-Man. I wouldn't be upset if we got uh, got Miles Morales like an appearance. I wouldn't be upset. Like there's a, like I, I really want Miles Morales well, I, as live action. I, that's why I'm like I wouldn't be upset. Like I yeah. would really kind of want, want that. So any way they go with it, whichever way they duped us, I'm okay. Yeah. I just think Sony's just overplaying their fucking hand right now with showing one minute of the fucking movie already. Like you don't need to do this, fucking Sony. Like seriously, they you're not Mortal Kombat. Think about it. They sold out. Yeah. yeah. Like like in the pandemic, they've they've accomplished selling yeah. out. Like even locally, I mean, they're adding more showings, and they're not completely sold out, but they're like full enough that nobody wants us in the front rows. Yeah. Yeah. And but, it's like, and it's like you don't need to keep doing this. Like you didn't even need to do the last two trailers. You like? Yeah. I like it. Sounds like Padawan Jay's doing this stuff. Oh, <laughs> Ooh, shots fired over I, here. I am curious, though, because obviously, you know, spoiler alert, but it's been a while now. After the end credit scenes of Venom 2, Let There Be Carnage, I am curious to how that's going to factor in. Probably the fact that it's probably going to be more like Venom is actually in touch with his multiple. The hive mind. Yeah, yeah the, the hive, hive mind. Yeah. So he remembers dying, and that's why he doesn't like Parker. Yeah. I, I, and I've. But I'm just wondering how big of a part Venom's going to have in this movie because they haven't shown him at all in the trailer. I don't think he's going to have any part in it. You I'm, think that's going to be the swerve? I, 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 I think. I think that. I think just that. That's a build to the next Venom build movie. to the next Venom movie, or and or. Um, if the, he does the, have an appearance, it's going to be a cameo. Yeah. Well, okay. or have into the next three movie deal. Okay. Like that way, it all links together, and you might get either absolute Venom storyline ask. Or Maximum Carnage. I know Carnage, you know, I understand how Carnage ended, but that would be... Can, can we go to a Spider-Verse that is, there was a, not a bad Carnage storyline and have <laughs> Venom go into that one? Because, god damn, that was bad. Actually, the funny, like, the only really, like, I, I and Ken Adam's going to kill me on this because my, I, my, the Carnage stories, I wasn't really too impressed with except for Maximum Carnage. So it's the only one I would think they would want to do. But, like, even, like, the other ones weren't that like I don't remember there being another good one. Yeah, they're few and far between. Uh, not too long ago, they did like the uh, what was it, the Absolute Carnage yeah. or whatever, where he was taking over everything. Yeah, which was kind of cool. Yeah. Like the, Silver Surfer with the, the Carnage yeah. symbiote was pretty badass. Yeah. let's be honest. Yeah, no, I. But then they did it with Venom after that. Yeah, Venomized. Yeah, Venomized, and it's like okay, we get it. And then then well, I think didn't that start with Hulk when everybody became a version of Hulk? Yeah, <laughs> it's like okay, we get it. Then we had Gwenom. Yeah, no, Gwen. Yeah, Gwen. Gwen. Now it's Gwen jumping in every form. Yeah. Spider Gwen. Spider <laughs> Gwen. Anyways, uh, so for as far as I'm gonna go, I, I mean, I'm with kind of Diesel on it. I don't think there's any Mephisto. Once again, you have to sell this to China, yeah. and China does not allow any uh, any uh, any any kind of devil. Period. Yeah. Like you can't have the devil or demons to be in Chinese movies, and that's gonna be the biggest issue. And I understand people are like, well, they could dance around it. Well, they could dance around it, or they just don't do it. Yeah. And it doesn't it make it. It doesn't. It doesn't make a difference. I understand in the comic yeah. book, you're gonna go for the one more day storyline, but nobody wants the fucking one more day no, storyline. No. Nobody and their mother wants that storyline. So let's just skip over and call it a day. It's like um, 
Well, I'm just saying with China and stuff, like, even, I'm just going on a limb here, even, like, with Magic the Gathering, like, they couldn't have flying. Yeah. Because it's very, it's sacred to be flying. Like, only certain things fly in China culture. So they made horsemanship. Yeah. So Magic could sell in China. Like, yeah. Right. People, like, and I'm just bringing that up. Like, this is what companies will do to please China because the market is huge because there's a lot of freaking people over there. And when it comes to movies, it said it once. I think it's like 35, 30. It's a weird number. It's like 37 foreign films they only allow into said country in a year. So in order to do that, they make movie scenes that we don't see in the States that add in to make China look like the heroes. I'm fine with all this because I understand business. But to sit here and say, oh, it's going to be Mephisto. No, it's not. No. I think they're doing one of two interesting things. This is my my personal take, obviously my opinion. I think they're doing one of two things. They're either going to they're either doing strange more like he is in the comic book, which he's kind of an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. Or or and be and, and the way you get around that is simple. You go you go he was right about fucking endgame. Yeah. He was right. So that gives him all the false confidence he has to have in the world. Yeah. And he's an arrogant prick in the MCU. Well, well, he's he's not as bad as he is in the comics. He's still an arrogant but, prick. But here's the other thing. We know that in canon what if is canon? Yeah. So here's the other other silver lining. He could be Strange Supreme. I, I hope so. Oh, which would be, be fucking badass. That would be so So what ballsy. we're seeing in there in that movie, in the beginning part, who does the spell and all that, is just Strange Supreme. Strange Supreme takes the role of Mephisto in the yeah. MCU, which I'm fine with yes. because Strange Supreme was badass in uh, What If. In that, that whole final fight with him. <laughs> but... I digress. It might not even be that because I, you know, especially because we talked about it before. You can tell with the bad moving around and editing on purpose yeah. from from Marvel and the last trailers that came out. We know that there's obviously multiple people jumping in the scene with the three villains. We know that on top of the Statue of Liberty, I'm pretty sure that's not strange because it does not look like right. strange. So it's somebody else. And it could be Wanda because obviously Wanda ties into the Multiverse of Madness. This Spider-Man movie ties into the Multiverse of Madness. So therefore, you know, there you go. Of course, we're all going towards Kang. Like yeah. ever, all roads point to Kang the Conqueror. We already know this. It's not like it's something that they're not giving us. Yeah. No. So just... you don't need another big bad like a Mephisto to be pulling the strings when we have Kang the fucking Conqueror coming. Plus, even in the comics, like Mephisto was never like a huge, huge villain. He was there for like Ghost Rider uh, and a couple other characters. Ghost but Rider, he was, he was the bat. He was the one pushing Thanos to do to get the Infinity Gauntlet. Yeah, but like even it, like yes. Mephisto, like he wasn't really so much against. Like oh, it was more Blackheart. I just want to throw this out there. Mephisto is just a sniveling bitch yeah. in the in the oh, yeah. in the in Marvel. Yeah, that's really is. all he is yeah. in the comics. Because think about it, he was the guy that's like to Thanos was the oh you know if you want to impress death, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is how you do it. Like he it's all to benefit himself, and that's the same thing in the One More Day story arc. He is just there to basically be like oh okay Peter, well if you're willing to sell this, you're willing yeah. to sell your soul pretty much, then I'm willing to do it because he's just a sleazy character. Yeah. You don't really need that in the MCU. We are have enough sleazy characters he's yeah. called loki and we all love him yeah, yeah. Uh, and that's so. the thing like with this, so like the the one like you'd have to kill off anime like it's, there's a lot of things you have to do for one more day that i hope they don't pull yeah uh so and, and trust me ken M will be the first to be like fuck one more day because yeah. yeah. he hates that uh but and i i as well because it's one of the worst story arcs in comic yeah. books history well because at any given time in that story arc there was a mutant that could have healed anime well, oh, yeah, be, absolutely. To be fair, you can't take your comic book advice from uh, Ken M. 
he does not like U.S. Agent, and U.S. Agent is by far the best <laughs> character in all of the uh, Marvel franchises. But to be fair, you don't you don't like U.S. Agent in the comics because you've never read a comic. Therefore, <laughs> yeah. you, just like, you just like you just like you just like Wyatt Russell. <sighs> and there's a big difference. By the way, there's a big difference, and even Ken even Ken admits that the U.S. Agent we got is way better than the yeah. comic book U.S. Agent. Trust me, if you read comic yeah. book U.S. Agent Diesel, whoo, he's a little whiny bitch. Yeah, he's not. It's basically not uh, Godsmack. You crying like a bitch. That's him. He, 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 he's always upset that he's always second to Captain America. As he should be. <laughs> like he, that, That's pretty much all. He, he's well, always upset. And then even when he got the cowl and the outfit, they still they were like, yeah, no. And well, he's just like, what the fuck, dude? As we found out from the MCU, that's that's America's ass on Captain America. Who, who would it be jealous? <laughs> uh, but no, uh, the only other predictions I have for this movie, really, because like I said, we know it's going to directly tie into Multiverse of Madness. And like I said, all roads point to Kang, as we already know from Loki and everything else. And Multiverse of Madness, you're going to find out, is probably including Kang, because I get, I, I'm also guaranteeing that this spell is not the only thing that triggered all of this. It's probably the timeline shuffle. Yeah. yeah, because all of this is happening at the same time, yeah. so it's kind of all going to meet and come to a head, and Multiverse of Madness is going to continue it, and then we're going to be soft to the races, but uh, the two things I do want to predict in this movie is uh, we're going to, I think we're going to get two end scenes. Yes. Two. One of them will be the tie-in for Multiverse of Madness, so however they want to do that. The other one, though, I think involves... Fantastic Four, some way or another. I don't know if they've casted anybody because they'd keep that tight lipped okay. anyways. If they, if there's, if it's not the cast or if it's not one of the members, if it's not like Reed Richards or something, I guarantee it's going to be the Baxter Building because they were already, it was already under construction. We already saw it in a way. I think that something's going to happen. You're going to see the Baxter Building with the big ass four on the side of it at the end in one of the credits because they have to at some point in juncture gear in the Fantastic yeah. Four. And I think this is the best time to do it because Spider-Man is the closest attached to the Fantastic Four in the MCU. True. Uh, I mean, shit, he well, was that, in the Fantastic she Four. Yeah, that Well, She-Hawk. But once again, yeah. you're, we're going into that realm. Why not yeah. get it out in the big movie so then we can kind of talk about it on the show yeah. too. You're not, I don't believe they're going to have Fantastic Four in the She-Hawk show, but we can at least talk about the names yeah. like they did. Yeah. Remember when they used to do that shit on Agent Steel all the time? Yeah. What was that? His Iron Man <laughs> oh, <dude>. over. <laughs> that was only season one. <laughs> it, was, it was fun though, and I liked dude, the only the, Hey, I, I yeah. actually liked Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D., and their uh, version of Absorbing Man was amazing. Yeah. I don't care. That dude was <laughs> big, bald, and looked like but you know what? I don't want to. I don't want to dog myself down with too many predictions on it because I want to enjoy this movie. They've already started off on the bad foot with surcharging me. <laughs> so, 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 you know what it is. You know, you hear the openness. I go into every movie open with, uh, you know, open expectations. I don't. Go, I'm not going into this believing this is going to be the greatest Marvel movie of all time. I'm not going into this believing that we're going to get this huge fucking piece that we've all been waiting for. I mean, I am hoping for the Spider-Man meme just because it shits and giggles. Yeah. But I'm with Diesel. If we don't get it and they swerve this completely on it fine with it if we get miles morales instead i'm even yeah. i'm over the fucking moon about it i yeah. would rather see uh the live action miles morales who we we know we're going to get down the road i'd rather yeah. see that as a surprise over honestly seeing toby mcguire or andrew garfield yeah. now if we get all of the above i'm a i'm yeah. greedy i'll take them all yeah. but i'm gonna or be even, happy either way and if they never woman. come right if they never come guess what i'm also happy uh, as long as the story is good and i think the story should be good because once again this is 
I feel like this is the real kickoff piece to everything. I understand we, we've had some on the TV shows. That yeah. was the setting the table. This yeah. is actually going to be the first time we sit at the table to get us into the phase properly. Yes. And I and I really think that that's why this movie is going to be really good. Yeah. Uh, so I'm, I'm, I'm of anticipation. Uh, once again, we will be reviewing it next week on the show for Diesel's Movie Club because obviously we're going to. Uh, but I do want to point this out to everybody. Please, please, with the fact that movie theaters are sold out, in bigger markets especially. And some people aren't going to be able to see this movie until Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Like, literally, I'm hearing that out of big markets like Chicago yeah. and New York and Philadelphia. I mean, locally, we're not having that problem. But there's a lot of markets that are. There's a lot of fans out there that aren't going to be able to see this movie Thursday. There's a lot of fans out there that aren't going to be able to see this movie Friday. There's a lot of fans out there, not because of their own choice, because of work or whatever, or sold out, that aren't going to even be able to see it on Saturday. Please, folks, for the love of fucking God... Refrain from posting spoilers on the internet. Trust yeah. me, enough of these clickbait sites are going to do that shit. But it's easy to avoid them. It really is. Yeah. Yeah. We know how to avoid them. Don't be the asshole who ruins a movie for somebody who's going in. I, that's all I could ask. Uh, we always uh, adhere to the 72-hour embargo. I mean, shit, even for our show, it's 72 hours because we, we, we come out on Tuesday. But also, we put it at the end. So that way, you can stop and we give you the recommend or not. And then we go into spoilers. We give you the alert. But I'm just saying, for the love of God, folks, keep it to yourself on social media. Keep it to, was the, if you love the movie, just say, I love the movie, can't wait to talk about it, and give people time. Be like Rich. He got to see Ghostbusters Afterlife a month and a half ahead of time, and he kept it tight-lipped. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, all of us that were there kept it very quiet. And, and I loved that movie, and I couldn't wait to talk about it. And you guys know because you heard the review. <laughs> and, and, you know, it is, I'm just saying, though, I mean, I, I please, pretty please. Because I don't want this movie to be ruined for other people. Yeah. And it, it sucks. I know we're going at 7.30 on Thursday, so it's not like I have to dodge fucking uh, reports yeah. long. The only thing I have to dodge is the articles of the people who went to see it early, you know, the, the media yeah. people, which is easy enough to do, as I said, and then, like, what, a handful of people? Because I think the first showings even anywhere is like 3 or 4 o'clock. So yeah. by the time I go to see it, there'll be a there'll be the first round out of the theater because yeah. it's like a two-and-a-half-hour movie. So, once again, I don't have much to dodge. I understand that, but I'm just asking, guys, please... Think about how you would feel yeah. if somebody ruined the movie for you. That's all I'm saying. Don't be walking out of, uh, you know, uh, Empire Strikes Back saying, "Wow, Darth Vader is is Luke's father." You know, dude, bitch. I still haven't seen it. <laughs> but you, but you know what I mean. Like that's that's all I'm asking. That's it. With that being said, I'll get off my my soapbox. Uh, hope everybody enjoys the movie next week. Diesel's Movie Club. We will be reviewing Spider-Man No Way Home, or as Diesel says, Spider-Way No Man Home. <laughs> and uh, so much more. But but we have this week still, because we're going to take our break. When we come back, it's Diesel's Movie Triple Stuff. We're going to get the box office, upcoming movies in the top three. But then, in Diesel's Movie Club, we will be reviewing the granddaddy of them all for Spider-Man, if you will. The... The uh, Sam Raimi-directed Spider-Man movie starring Tobey Maguire. We'll be reviewing that in Jesus Movie Club. But before any of that happens, we'll be right back after this break. What's up, nerds? Tyler Mack here from the 30 and Nerdy Podcast, the flagship show of Bad Cast Company Productions. Now, you are currently tuned in to my favorite three fat nerds, Rich, Ron, and Diesel. Our Nerd Council Brothers. After you're done with this amazing show, zoom on over to 30 and Nerdy Podcast wherever you cast your pod. Hit the subscribe button, give us a rating and a review, and check out 30andnerdypodcast.com. 
Cheers to you, nerds. Welcome back to Diesel's movie, Triple Stuff. Kind of a uh, slow week in the box office. Uh, coming in at number five, The Eternals with another $3.1 million. Yes. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> number uh, four this week, House of Gucci with $4.1 million. Okay. Ghostbusters Afterlife, back to number three with 7.1. Whoop, whoop. Encanto, for its third week, is now in the number two spot with $9.4 million. Got knocked out. Surprisingly, by well, not surprisingly, but they thought it was going to be a much bigger box office. It was a huge flop, but it did take number one with ten point five million dollars. West Side Story. Yeah, I don't know why they thought the the box office was going to be that large for the movie. Yeah, with with uh, something like West Side Story, I think you actually have to go sort of like what they did with in the late nineties with like Romeo and Juliet. You got to change it up a little, modernize it. Let's not just do a musical. Musicals are niche market. Yeah. Yes. And I'm not shitting on it because I love me some musicals. I mean, we famous story, we were super hungover when we went to see Les Mis yeah. uh, in the theater, not not on Broadway. I have seen it on Broadway. It's good. The movie, eh, not so much. <laughs> Once again, if you would have done a little twist, yeah. been better. Like last year was what? Cats, which was a oh huge flop. Bomb. The, the year before that, which didn't do too bad with The Greatest Showman. Well, The yeah. Greatest Showman made a lot of money. Yeah. I think that's why they thought that they were back to yeah. doing musicals. But the great, once again, Greatest Showman, more of an original idea yeah. because it had only been done on Broadway. Yes. It had not been done in a movie form. Yeah. Uh, the problem is Cats has been done a million times on Broadway. Longest running ever show on Broadway before it was retired. And there was another movie form of yeah. it, which was the Broadway show, but there was another movie form of it. Yeah. Yeah. It was made in the 70s. And yeah. Same with Les Mis. Yeah. Same with a bunch of other ones. Like, you know. But this was, this, at least with Les Mis, it, it was semi successful, but it was the first time Les Mis off Broadway movie. Because when they did it in like the 90s, it was it just a straight movie. There was no music to it. Right, but so, I also I also want to point out with West Side Story, there's already a very successful yeah. older movie. This still stands the test of time because technically it takes place in the same. Like they did it back in the day. It's not like they even modernized yeah. it. Yeah, at least do it in the 2000s and have it be like actual gangs, not the Jets and the Sharks. <laughs> but I'm just saying, most people will go back to watch the original. Yeah, I'm just they're throwing it out there. Spielberg couldn't maybe do his magic. About <laughs> coming up this week, obviously the big one is. Spider-Way, No Man Home. I'm not changing it for anybody. <laughs> and then next week, we have The Matrix Resurrections, The King's Men, Sing 2, and that's about it. Well, there's no reason to go see Sing 2 because between their tra- advertisements, <laughs> our trailers, they have shown us the conflict and then the resolution. Uh, once again, it's for children, so I'm sure it'll make money. But it's just kind of weird that they've shown us the conflict and resolution in the trailers. Yeah. Um, of course, we're going to be watching Matrix Resurrections because we'll be doing that as Diesel Movie Club the following week. And uh, I'm also, it's going to be a bonus. There's going to be a bonus episode because I, I don't know who's going with me, but at least me, I'll be doing a review uh, for... Uh, what you would call it there? Kingsman. Kingsman. Because I really enjoy the Kingsman. I, gotta, I still got to watch the Golden Circle. By the way, Kingsman 3 has already been announced. They're going. They're starting shooting in February. Oh. Like right. the sequel. Because this is the prequel. Yeah. This is the origin story. Yeah. So I'm excited. I'm going to. So I will be doing. A, so right here on this network, you will hear a special uh, just review. 
I have a lot of free time all of a sudden. I'll be able to see it. <laughs> all right, awesome. <laughs> yeah, I've never gotten to the Kingsman franchise. I Very heard it's good. really good, though. Well, if you love, if you like Bond, yeah, right never, up your alley. Yeah. You're not a really uh, big Bond guy. But that first one, the whole church scene. Yeah, I heard the church scene was amazing. Dude, you should, you should see, you should watch them because I think you would enjoy them either way. Because they're very good movies, yeah. but yeah. Yeah, I gotta watch Golden Circle. All right. After my weekend, I was in goddamn action figure heaven. And I really want to start the petition to normalize adults playing with action figures again and not making it weird. Well, I was gonna say <laughs> collecting action figures is a big thing, Diesel. No, 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 no. I want to take them out of the box and I want to have my own storylines with them. Well, I was gonna say, <laughs> isn't that just a cheaper version of Warhammer? Yes. Well, I was gonna say tabletop <laughs> LARPing, but <laughs> same difference, same difference. Uh this week's top three is your top three action figures that you either owned or desired when you were younger or even now. Okay, so I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go in, and uh, my number one is going to be straight out what I owned. And some of this is going to be what I owned, but I, I'm going to tag on to it. How about that? So at my number three spot, uh, I'm big teenage. I'm growing up, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles were a thing. I had most of the action figures. I even had the sewer kit, so I would love those back. Uh, the one thing I did not have... Is the uh, the dome there? No, oh, Technodrome. The Technodrome didn't have that, and I didn't have that cool ass crane that they have now. That comes with a full on robot dude. The NECA's making, so I kind of want that now. But uh, yeah, that's you didn't, you didn't have the original. I had the original. I didn't. I didn't. That's the only one I didn't have. I had Krang, but he was in the little robot yeah. with leg suit, not yeah. in the. Yeah. I saw both of them this weekend. Oh my god, so good. <laughs> I, had, uh, I, had, I had both the little leg suit and the. <laughs> Big one. Number two, let's just go into my love of wrestling. And, of course, my love of wrestling has been my whole life, and I had uh, all of them. I wish I still had all of my LJNs and Hasbro's because, shit, those prices are through the roof to try to collect them now. I thought you were going to go with pillow pals. Uh, I had those, too. <laughs> yeah, I like them, but I'm just saying that, man, I, if you guys don't know, the LJNs were the big, thick, fucking rubber ones that you could kill a man with, and the Hasbro's were the little short ones. Uh, both of them are huge. I thought about collecting them again, and, man, the price of those is super high, so Rich will be dipping out of that market. But... Uh, I wish I still had the ones that I had because I had a lot of them. Probably wouldn't be in good shape because I played the shit out of them with it. I had Hogan, I had Savage, I had Bundy, I had all of them. Nice. I had them all! And uh, my number one spot, my favorite toys of all time. I don't like the new ones, so I don't have any desire for the new ones, but the original Thundercats run of toys, I had all of them. I had the I had the Thundercat Mobile. I had the I had I had the castle, which was too small for the action figures, which was really yeah. Big. The action figures were way bigger than the yeah yeah. But I had all the villains. I had Mumra. I had Mumra in both forms. I had him Ooh, in the old. I had him in the old version, and yeah. he had the the big version, so I could transform him if I chose. I had uh, I had all of them. My mom, I was a big Thundercats fan, yeah. so my mom always made sure I had I had even had With the, the, ring, eye, the yep, rings. Yep, yep, and I had the Eye of Thundara uh, sword, the yeah. full size sword that you could buy. Nice. So I had all that. I'm a big fan. So Thundercats toys for my youth. I'd I'd love to have them back, but. Once again, they're awful pricey, and the new ones fucking suck. Although they do have a retro line, kind of yeah. like the Star Wars ones, but it ain't the same thing. No. It's not the same. What do you got, Ron? Uh, number three, going with the G.I. Joe freaking aircraft carrier. Oh, everybody wanted that. That, oh. that. that was the length of this freaking table that actually fit actual the G.I. Joes Ooh. and the freaking equipment. Actual equipment. Yeah. Like, we knew where there was one yeah. locally for a while. Oh, yeah, yeah, for a long time. Yeah. And every time I looked at it, I was like, man, I always wanted that damn thing. <laughs> it had a, had a working uh, radio on it. Uh -huh. yeah. got, got to see it on uh, Comic Book Men. <laughs> Ming bought it for way too much. <laughs> uh -huh. uh, number two, only because I had it and because I think it was the smartest marketing for toys back in the 80s, the original He-Man line. Oh, yeah, the reason why great. I say it's the most smartest marketing line 
was it was the same mold for all the characters, just different heads and a different hand or something, and then it, all the weapons were pretty much the only different molds there were was Ram Man because <laughs> he was his the little jump thing. So I thought it was like one of, like I still think to this day that was one of the smartest marketing ploy because it was just different color molds yeah. of the same different colors of the same mold. Yeah. So for the female versions and the male versions, Orko and Ram Man were the only two major ones that were real different. And then when you got into the Shira, they kind of changed them up for uh, Hardak and all that stuff. But Hordak or whatever his name, I can't remember. Yeah, but, I know what you're talking yeah, about. But uh, th- those ones were a little bit different. There was a couple of different things there. But other than that, I thought it was one of the smartest things. And then. Number one, it is going to be Transformers, but it's going to be the third-party Transformers. Okay. Where they're actually making the actual original line-looking comics, like the the combiners, like the Sunicons, that look like the original cartoon versions, but in a better form than than what? Because, let's face it, the original Transformers lines, yeah, they were cool and all that stuff, but their size comparisons were horrible. Now, now, uh, as... The toys have been the new toys have come. They're the size comparable. They're actually making size accurate for the most part. So like Optimus Prime is supposed to be the biggest one, so he looks really big. Megatron's a little bit bigger than him, and so right. instead of it being like, oh well, like Starscream stands over all of them, even though he doesn't. Like they're all size recordable now. But the third party ones, if you actually go on, like there's a bunch of them, and they, <laughs> you're looking four or five hundred dollars just to get like a whole set of like the the original Sonicons looking, but they look so. Right on, right on. Diesel. All right, I got an honorable mention because my cousin was a lucky little bastard growing up with a silver spoon in his ass, and he had the Technodrome. Oh, I didn't have the Technodrome. I was so pissed off. Neither did I. I, 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 had, I, had the, I had the sewer set, and I had the uh, the van, the turtle van. I had I the for the turtles. I had most most of the turtles for first line before they were before the cartoon even took off. Okay. I, I was spoiled as I was spoiled as a child for the first line of turtles. I had all of them and I got them for Christmas. They were in boxes that they were shipped in. So like literally yeah. like I had two boxes and I think it was twenty figures. I could be wrong. I found, I, yeah, something like the that. The original line was like twenty and I that's yeah. what I got for Christmas one year. And that's also when I got the sewer set. Yeah. But uh yeah. And I got then I got a bunch of the secondary stuff which is fucking amazing. My favorite one of my favorite toys of all time by the way was the baseball Raphael. Yes. Just so you guys know. Anyways yeah. but so my actual number three, though, is based off the animated X-Men series, the X-Men line. Ooh, that was oh, very good line. Those I like those. were yeah. my jam back in like middle school and uh, younger. Those mm. were my one of my favorites. But that beat out them at that same age period, the Amazing Spider-Man uh, yes. animated uh, uh, line. Yeah, 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 I know what you're talking about. Yep, good I stuff. love those so much. And then number one, I was slightly older, but I was like, oh, my God, the amount of detail and how great these are and like... How how much energy that went into these the spawn line of toys? Oh yeah, Tyler McFarland toys are the yeah. best. They were amazing looking. I wish I still had those. Like they were great. Oh man, I, I agree with you. All those were good. Uh, uh, like right now, like I love NECA figures. They're so good. They have a lot of cool things going on. There's so many good toys that are coming out now, especially for collectors. Uh, you know, of course, you have the. Do you leave them on card or open them up? Some of us are a little bit of both. Uh, but awesome, awesomeness, gentlemen. That's going to bring us to the movie club time, Jesus Movie Club. And this week, we teased it before, but we're going to talk about Spider-Man from 2002. And uh, before we get in, we'll play the spoiler alert, although 
I mean, an almost 20-year-old movie, I don't think we have to, but we will. Uh, but we're not going to do recommendations because, obviously, we recommend the fucking movie. Like, let's be honest. Yeah. But uh, let's talk about the particulars before we get into it. Of course, Spider-Man was originally released on April 29th, 2002 at the Man Village Theater and on May 3rd, 2002 for the wide release. It was uh, produced by Columbia Pictures, Marvel Enterprises, Laura Ziskin Productions, and, distri- and distributed by Sony Pictures Releasing. Uh, of course, the movie was based on Spider-Man by Stan Lee and Steve Ditko. Screenplay was done by, by David Cope and directed by the great Sam Raimi. Produced by Laura Ziskin and Ian Brace. Cinematography by Dan Burgess. Edited by Bob Mur- Murkowski and Arthur Colburn. And the music was by the legendary Danny Elfman. Oh, yep. So, trust me, a lot of, lot of legendary characters in this. Of course, it stars Tobey Maguire, William Dafoe, Kirsten Dunst, James Franco before he was canceled, Cliff Robertson, <laughs> Rosemary Harris, and many, many more. And it was the first piece of the Spider-Verse. Uh, the runtime was 121 minutes long. Budget of this movie was $139 million, which sounds like a lot. It doesn't sound like a lot compared to comic book movies of the day. But does anybody want to crack the box office totals? Diesel, 440. Ronald. Yeah, it's probably close. Uh, I'll go a little lower. Three twenty. Eight twenty-one point seven million. Eight hundred twenty-one point seven million dollars. I wasn't going to go double diesel <laughs> dollars. And uh, before we go into spoiler territory, once again, I would like to let you guys know that we all do enjoy this movie and we do want to recommend it. I don't want to say. I, I think I, I feel free speaking for us all there. Yeah, correct. All right. So with that being said. Just because somebody might complain, and we want to avoid that, we are going to play the spoiler drop and spoil the shit out of this movie that's almost 20 years old. All right, so you've been warned. (laughs) All right, so uh, let's be honest. Okay, so good, the bad, the ugly. I'm going to go on a limb and say there's not much bad with this movie, so we won't start there. Let's start with the good. Um, So, let's be honest. This movie is the reason that we have an MCU. Not that it was part of the MCU, but this movie, just judging by how much money it made, proved that comic book movies, which previous to this were kind of like video game movies, that they didn't always return on it, not counting Batman 89. But by this time, Batman had fallen on his fucking yeah. face. Superman had already been <laughs> Superman disguised. had been done. Uh, you know, uh, you know that, that Fantastic Four movie that never saw the light of day. Oh, the German one? Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and so much more. Which I actually got to see footage of that oh, movie. Oh, yeah, it's so horrible. Actually, you can see the whole movie now, except for there's scenes missing because they never finished shooting it. Yeah. But with that being said, this was the first time that uh, a comic book movie made big money and was... Good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm going to say that up front. I think we can all admit that it was good. Uh, what did I like about this movie? It, honestly, I thought the story like storyline was very good. I liked how they started it. I mean, Tobey Maguire was probably, and I've said this before, I'll say it again, probably the best Peter Parker yes. as far as playing Peter Parker. Yes. Uh, I love the chemistry with the cast. Kirsten Dunst played a great MJ. Uh, you know, James Franco was great in his role. And come on, William Dafoe. Is there a better villain as the Green Goblin or Norman Osborn, whichever you want to call him, as William Dafoe? Uh, This this had a cast and it had a storyline and because Sam Raimi was making a franchise and he knew he was making a franchise, uh, it was one of those situations where I don't think, you know, if you talk to him today, Sam Raimi's like, I knew this movie was going to fail, so we already planned the next movies. And when he had that planned in his mind, he knew where he was going with it. He did a great job of introducing characters. He did a great job of building a world. 
And honestly, that's I think I I don't know if I, there's any more glowing grace I can give it. So I'm gonna pass it on over. Uh, what did you love about this movie, Derek? Yeah, I'm gonna agree with you. Like the casting in this movie, like I love Sally Fields and I love Marissa Tomei, but this was the iconic Aunt May. This was the iconic Uncle Ben. Like just the periphery characters were perfect, and like we're still seeing um, Simmons now as uh, J. Jonah Jameson. Yeah. Like they were on the ball with so their screen casting. Screen accurate. Yeah. Um, the overall casting of this was phenomenal. The storyline was great. Um, they didn't waste too much time getting into it, and the action and all that was pretty good. Watching it almost twenty years later, some of the CGI not the greatest, but I think it holds up better like than Iron Man does. For I agree with you. Yeah, yeah I agree with you. Ron, just your likes of the movie. We'll get to right. the dislikes in a minute. Okay, like the, everybody complains that we didn't need an origin story. And I understand this was the start of it all. But in this movie, like they did the origin story like dead perfect. Because and they it did was, it quick. Because it starts off and there was um as it starts off, it's Parker narrating himself and then it, he's trying to get on the bus. And he's they're going to a science exhibit. And that's what he's doing. Like that that's the whole like he's not even going to school, they're going to a science exhibit. And he gets bit by a spider. And then he gets bit by a spider. And then he comes home and he's like, Yeah, I'm not feeling well. I'm going to go lay down. I'm sick. Blah, blah. Lays down. And then, so five minutes, he's already bit by the spider. He's already got the power. He's got the powers and ready to go. And then, like, making the joke. Yeah. And making that joke. And then Aunt May going, you all right? Yeah, I'm all right. You you okay? It sounds like, yep, big things. And he looks down. (laughs) There's a lot of big changes. And he looked down. Like, (laughs) like, Jack, uh, uh, Toby Maguire. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, but like, like they sped, like they sped through that whole thing, and then fifteen minutes after that, you get the final part of the origin story. Yep, Uncle Ben dies. Like you're through all that in 20, 25 minutes, and then the rest of the movie is just built going through. Then you get the origin story of how they did chose the Green Goblin or why how he comes with his powers, and the fact that they hit nail on the head that I forgot about because it's been a while since I watched it. Was they're like, oh yeah, we had the one case we had uh, caused uh, schizophrenia or something like that, like psychokinesis or something like I can't remember the actual term that they use. And they're listening. Willem Dafoe's just like, dude, don't tell him that. Like you got all mad about it. But that explains why when he did it, he became the Green Goblin. Like, and he's later in the movie talking to the mask. It's amazing. I thought it was great. And of course, we we even forgot about the best positive in the whole entire movie. Macho Man Ran Savage is this movie. Bone Saw. I got you for bone. another three minutes. Bone Get saw down here. Dolls. Oh, yeah. But anyways, <laughs> uh, Bruce Campbell. Oh, Bruce man. Campbell. Yeah, literally literally naming Spider-Man. Yep. You know, because uh, he's like, I'm good the... friend Jim Norton. I think yep. he stinks. <laughs> he stinks and I don't like it. <laughs> Lucy, <laughs> that in there. Lucy Lawless. Yeah. Ooh, a man with eight hands. By the Sounds way, great about cameos. Also, also the first uh, time we had a Stan Lee uh, cameo yep, in a yep. Marvel movie. Uh, so like, there's tons of gr- there's tons of great stuff in this movie. Uh, dislikes, as much as I just said, Tobey Maguire's the best Spider-Man or Parker the, or Peter Parker. Sorry, my, well, sorry, Peter. Yes, he's the best Peter Parker. He's not the best Spider-Man, but he's the best Peter Parker. Uh, I also have to say though, and like the age of the people in this movie did not match the age of the people in this movie because Tobey Maguire never looked like a high school senior in the beginning of this movie and he didn't look like no. a college person in the later parts. Neither did Kirsten Dunst. Yeah, no. Neither did James Franco. Okay. They went real... Uh, Joe Magrano as Flash. And- by the way, they, this is what they did later on in, in, in these movies where they all had... 
people like out of their yeah. age groups. That that was that, that was really a thing in the early two thousands, late nineties. So can't get too mad about it. Every movie did it, but like rewatching it now, you're like. Uh, Toby Maguire's damn near. He's got to be thirty in this movie, <laughs> like, like, and you can yeah. tell. But he did a great job as Peter Parker. Very yeah. compassionate, whatever. Like I said, I do deduct points because he was not the best Spider-Man. No, it, uh, his Spider-Man performance a little over the top at times. Uh, he definitely hit like to hit that Spider-Man pose a little too much. Uh, yeah, and there is a too much. I also did. I never have liked the fact that that he shot the the, the webbing out of himself. <sighs> I've always been more of a fan of the web slingers instead. Yes. I'm just saying because here's here's why I complain, Ron. Hear me oh, yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you can't do the Spider-Man web slinging if it's in your wrist. Because you could just do it any way you want. You yeah. don't have to do the motion. And and then he does the motion just for that reason. The reason there's the motion is because you hit the web slingers. Yeah. That is the yeah. reason for the fucking motion. But. But you have that little montage <laughs> there where he's like trying to web it's web hilarious. go and he's like Shazam! It is a up hilarious. up and away. Once like again, like I, there's so many DC references in that two and a half second clip that are hilarious to me. Once again, I enjoy like the fun of it, but at the same time, I just never have liked it. That's yeah. just personally me, though. That's my opinion. Uh, Diesel dislikes. Uh, my one major dislike, and I love William Dafoe as the Green Goblin. I hated the Green Goblin suit. Okay. I just did not like it. And it was just a personal personal I, preference. I just, it looked too, I don't want to say comic bookish because it didn't. It looked, I don't even want to say too cartoony. It just, it felt off for me. It looked 90s action movie yeah. style. Right. Yeah. That's how it looked. Like, to me, I, I'm fine with it because, the like, if you had a screen accurate Green Goblin costume at the time with a screen accurate Spider-Man costume, I think it would have taken away from the Spider-Man costume. And it being the first movie that was screen accurate spider superhero costume, I, I kind of get it. And then the other reason Sony, like I said before, Sony doing this, like it kind of went as like kind of like a, it was a suit. Like, yeah, he got the power with the, with the mist and all the whatever they were working on. And he got strength with that too. But like, it was more of like a kind of a like an armor type of suit, which could have maybe Sony was like, Hey, we made this much money with this. We can, you know, what else can we buy from you? Marvel at the time? Cause Marvel was hurting. Like, so I think they were trying to aim for, like, trying to get, like, an Iron Man or something else or a Captain America or something, another big name to try to buy from Marvel at the time. So that's why I think they went with that kind of suit instead of just this random screen accurate Green Goblin suit. You would have had to explain why Norman had one, <laughs> like, like which would have taken, like, I don't, I don't know how you would have explained that. Like, if somebody could enlighten me, maybe Ken M's got a magical uh. story in the back of his head. Be like, oh, he did used it for his Terry's party back when he was twelve or something. I don't know. Like, <sighs> I just, everything yeah. about that suit just fell off to me, like metallic green. Like, uh, I, I just didn't like it. <laughs> the, the only thing I really didn't like was when the eyes flipped open when he was talking to Spider Man. Like, hey, look, I'm I'm human, and yeah, and him not knowing who it was. <laughs> Well, with that being said, that is going to end this portion of the reviews. Before we give our score, though, you know what time it is. Time to play the game. Time to play the game. <laughs> that is right. It is time to play the game. Of course, Diesel regained the crown last week. I think he's had it two weeks ago. Two weeks ago. Yeah, sorry. Can Ron regain it? We'll find out this week. Because the game is simple. We're going to find out the scores around the internet, and it's going to be Price is Right rules. 
So that means closest without going over, unless we need the tiebreaker, and then it's the closest to the number, because we don't do ties here. We're not the NFL. <laughs> With that being said, let's go around, and Ron, since you're the challenger, you get to go first. IMDB, out of 10, using points, what did they give Spider-Man 2002? Fuck me. IMDB, uh, 60, 60, 60. So 6.0. Oh, yeah, 6.0. Diesel. Uh, and my number in my head is just screaming 8. 8.0. It's, it's, it's probably is. <laughs> Ron gets the point. It was 7.3 out of 10. Diesel busted on that one. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I didn't know uh, where to go with it. Like, I, like I, I was afraid. Diesel. Metacritic. Out of 100%. Of course, these are just critics. What did they give? Out of 100%, though. Remember. Yep. What did they give Spider-Man 2002? Now, this is where I'm going to drop it a little bit. Go probably 68. 68 for Diesel. Ron. Critic score, so I'll go 50 just to catch my bets. It is all tied up. Diesel gets the point. It was 73% on Metacritic. I didn't think it would with the critics. Yeah. All right. Ron for the win. Well, actually, both of you for the win. This guy or us, we're going to tiebreaker. Ron Tomatoes combined score out of 100%. What did they give Spider-Man? 85. Diesel, do you go higher or lower? We're, we're going lower. We're going to go hedge my bets. We'll go with, I don't want to bust. We're going with the 50%. Fuck me. <laughs> Your winner. You want to do And new champion, oh, Ron. What the fuck was? 90% oh, on Ryan wow. Tomatoes. What is a Google users now? Fuck. <laughs> Uh, okay, just for funsies, Google users, Diesel, what do they give it? See, Google users, I would expect a 90%, That's so I'll go with 90. Ron. 91. 80%. <laughs> Google users are under Rotten wow. Tomatoes that, on this one. That's the first time. That's a fraction well, Ron, of the uh, Spider-Verse. Ron, you had no faith in yourself, but yet you won the game this week. So Ron is your champion, regains the title. All right, now it's time for ours to give our scores. So, first of all, as you know, I will give my critic score at the end of this. But before then, we are going to give the nerd score. The nerd score, as we always like to explain, is an entertainment score. That doesn't, we don't judge the movies on the nerd score of uh, how great the movie was, how well it was shot, et cetera, et cetera. It is basically based, is all in how we like the movie. So good example of this, Maximum Overdrive, for me and Ron, is both a four on the nerd scale. However, if you critically, it's probably like a three or four critical. And I think it's more towards the three, if not like lower. <laughs> so that should tell you all you need to know. And of course, the we're going to go through the scoring right now because a one is just no. Don't see it. Don't watch it. Don't none of it. Two is you've been warned. That means if you like it, you can watch it. If you're bored on a rainy day, watch it. I wouldn't buy it. I wouldn't spend money on it. And uh, I wouldn't really watch it or watch it again. But you've been warned. Three is take it or leave it. That means... Hey, you know, if you get a chance to see it at the theater, that's fine if you really want to. But you know what? You might as well just wait until it hits Netflix, Disney Plus, or HBO Max and watch it for free. But give it a watch. It's worthwhile. Probably not going to make it into your rotation. Four is just take my money. That means you should actually go to the theater and, and get it. You might even, if you like it, buy it on DVD or Blu-ray. You should spend money on it. And it may, and it's probably going to end up in your rotation to watch every so often as a movie does. And of course... Rarefied Air is a five, and that is Certified Nerd. And Certified Nerd means that it's a classic, and that means that you should not only own this movie, you should probably watch it yearly. And yeah, definitely. It's 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 one of the classics of all time. Perfect example of which, Endgame. 
Marvel's Endgame, Avengers Endgame, if you will, was a certified nerd movie. And we did have a recent certified nerd as well for myself and Diesel, and that was Ghostbusters Afterlife. So, and Ron disagreed there. But it's still, I gave it a four. Right, but I'm just saying. I, I know I was but, off. I'm probably off. Hey, listen, that's fine. It's, it's certified nerd by two of us, but it's not completely certified nerd unless it's unanimous. But it's still, you know, there you go. Giving you some scores. So, we're talking about the 2002 Spider-Man Diesel, what do you give it on the nerd scale for the 2002 Spider-Man? It, it's right on the cusp of certified nerd. It's like a 4.75 for me. It's it's there. Like I round up to certified nerd. So yeah, we're going. So with you're going to give it a yeah, five? Yeah, you're yeah, give it certified nerd. Okay, Ron. See this? I rewatched it over the weekend on on one of the new streaming sites, Peacock. Yes, which it is on it, the Peacock. Just got it. it just the got Peacock. it recently. Which is I find funny. Which the other. Two and three are on there, so I'll be where you're watching too. So this is definitely going to be my choice. It is a one plus four certified nerd. Oh, you got it. <laughs> See, I also did watch it, and I, I'm I'm going to say, upon rewatching, I still love the movie. I just couldn't get it there. I, I got to be the guy that's the odd man out. I am still giving it a four. It is definitely just take my money. Uh, I just I I don't know. It's just something. I guess in hindsight, I've now seen the future. <laughs> And I've seen what the future holds, so I'm kind of like I, I'm grading it with 2021 eyes. I could understand if I go back to the nostalgia of it, grading it a little higher, and I probably would have. If, if you're asking me in 2002, I would have been like, "This is amazing," to you know. But uh, like, the overuse right now, of CGI and green screens, it, it, I could see because like right. now you can see them, like you can see the green screen, yeah, the you balcony can, falling, yeah. like and you just see how it cr- yeah. Yeah. Uh, collapses exactly how they planned it to. It was like. <sighs> But yeah. with that being said, I still think a four yeah. is a good score, no matter how you look at it. So we got yeah. two certified nerds, and one just take my money. So regardless of how you look at it, this is a movie you should own or at least have in a collection and probably rewatch it. And if you haven't rewatched it in a while, please do. My critical score of the movie uh, is along the same lines. If you were asking me in 2002 what I thought about this movie, I probably would have given it a higher score, but I feel like I still gave it a fair score. I'm finding myself almost at IMDb level slightly higher. I'm giving it a 7.5 out of 10. Uh, you, I do have to take off for 2021. Mind you, I understand it was made in 2002, but yes, some of the, the green screen stuff is there. This is not as nostalgic as some other picks for me, so I, I didn't, it didn't even really get the nostalgia points. The story is still really good. The action is really good. Uh, there's a lot of benefits, but the couple different detractions definitely lead it down. Once again, 7.5 out of 10 is a great score. It's it's yeah. it's a great score for a movie. So yeah. Especially on my realm where we know that I will not give a 10 to any movie. So a 9.5 is as high as I go because I don't believe there's anything as perfection. So, with that being said, though, thank you guys. That was Diesel Movie Club for the week. But we gotta pay some bills. And that means... We're going to shameless plug this one out. And that means if you can hear my voice, that means you know how to find us. But do your friends know how to find us? Do their friends know how to find us? It's simple. You type three fat nerds into any podcast provider out there. And booyakasha, there we are. You might as well smash that subscribe or follow button so you get our show delivered to you each and every week. And remember, for all things we talk about, it is the number three, not the word three, when you're talking three fat nerds. To all our boomer friends out there, find us on Facebook. We know you got it. Three fat nerds. Pod on Facebook. Type of that in the search bar. You're going to find our page. You're going to like our page. You're going to comment, rate, review. Help us spread the word of nerd. We're also at 3 Fenders Pod on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Make sure you're following us on all those great social medias. And, of course, for all the social medias, make sure you use that hashtag 3FNPod whenever talking about the show. If you think we're wrong about anything we said, send us your hate. 
threefatnerdspod at gmail.com. We'd love to read your salt. Let's double shot it up here. Uh, you should be following us over on Twitch, twitch.tv slash 607podcast. We bring you movie nights. We bring you pay-per-view wrestling and UFC pay-per-view uh, live streams, which we did this past week with Ring of Honor's Final Battle. And, of course, every Monday night at 8 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, myself and Ken M. from the Ocho Duro Parley Hour podcast talk all things pro wrestling on 607TWS. If you want to join the chat and add in your two cents, we always want to hear from you. You can join us live on twitch.tv slash 607podcast or listen to 607TWS anywhere you get great podcasts by searching 607TWS. Of course, also, if you would like to support the show monetarily for as little as $1 a month and get a ton of extra bonus content, you can do that over at Patreon. Patreon.com slash 8122productions. And of course, like I said, you get a ton of extra bonus content for just $1, two tiers, $1 and three tier dollars. Help us spread the word of nerd. Help fund the podcasting, the streaming and everything else we do. Get a bunch of extras. And uh, trust me, you won't regret it. Patreon.com slash 8122productions. Yeah, you heard him. Type into your internet explorer, H-T-T-P colon backslash backslash 8122ducts dot com 8122productions.com for all things 8122productions find out more about the three finders podcast find out about horror zone 607 607 tws and much more also there's the links to the t public store so you can buy some awesome swag there's also the link to six uh the twitch.tv slash 607 podcast and the patreon patreon.com slash 8122productions as well as a list of all of our favorite musical bands that allow us to use their music including the band that does our theme song of course that shot at the robots giving them a shout out also you can find out about tom jolu Second Suitor, Floodlands, The Jasons, and The Phosphines from Melbourne, Australia. All that and more. They have a whole section. Find out about them. Also, friends of the show like the ODPH. Find out all about them. And, of course, uh, if you forget about any of those links, all the links, including the website, are in the liner notes to this podcast. So just check that out and click on it to send you right over. Also on our website, Diesel, we have local sponsors. But because they help us bring you the show each and every week ad-free, guess what? We're going to give them a shout-out. Right now, of course, first up, the people who provide us with the 8122 Production Studios, Dragon Master Games, located at 1235 Upper Front Street in Binghamton, New York. For all your magic gathering and gaming needs, visit them on the World Wide Web, dragonmastergames.com. And of course, if you're in the 607 or passing through the 607, come and hang out at the uh, premier magic gathering shop, actually gaming shop, period, in the 607. And uh, if you want to find out what events going on the day you're here, it's easy. Follow them on Facebook, Dragon Master Games. And thank you to Rexter Rods Auto Detailing, located at 2004 North Street in Endicott, New York. To call for an appointment, call 607-644-3389. When you're ready to put the pride back in your ride, don't forget to tell them the three fat nerds saying, Ronald! One out of ten stars. The film presents a distortion of the facts. The movie portrays First Officer William Mordash in a way that is totally contrary to the truth, but instead suits a particular propaganda position. This is both immoral and grossly hateful to his descendants. No wonder the Chinese government recommended the movie to their people. It amazes me how modern American filmmakers seem to delight in tearing down the society and values that they have grown up in. The film is an insult to all those passengers and crew who showed such tremendous courage in the face of horrific death. In reality, it was not two 90s-style teenagers who were the heroes of the Titanic. One out of ten stars. Titanic just sucks people. Dude, so in that review, he got his I'm smarter than you out. He got his xenophobia out. He got some racism out. I mean, this guy hit all the bases, Diesel. Go I know. Ahead. I know. We reclaim the word nerd, but this guy's a fucking nerd. And that's our word. We can say it hatefully. <laughs> fucking nerd. Oh, dude, it reminds me of fucking uh, Legion of Skanks with the uh, the false information of uh, the the man killed himself versus having a heart attack. 
Well, uh, the, uh, oh yeah, the the the, the, the TikTok yeah, chick, yeah. D. Wallace's husband. Yeah, yeah, yeah. holy <laughs> shit! Oh my god! Wow! It is offensive to the descendants of that I, person. But I wouldn't have called him a nerd. I would have called the word. I would have preferred. What, what year was that? Uh, uh, 1999. I just. I'm it. saying oh, a damn. nerd with a hard R. It was January first. In, in, in 2021, I would have called him. An, I would have called him an incel. Oh, <laughs> dude, like yeah, RJS. And, January 1st, 1999. And the courage of the bravery of what? The, the rich people that were jumping onto the lifeboats first and going at like a quarter capacity and fuck the poor people? Listen. The courageousness of that? Fuck you. Fuck you, nerd. I mean, they didn't oh, want to top side. Diesel's going in today. There just wasn't enough lifeboats. That's that's the problem. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, with that being said, though, uh, you know, <laughs> next, I, I, I don't know how I would get top this. We only have, what, two more shows in uh, know, 2021? I, I, so we only got two more. I hate Titanic, and then you got to find another movie. Find, I'm not going to lie to you guys. I have yet to find one yet. Yeah, so well, I'm going to do some research while I'm off of work. The next so also, I also want to point out that uh, next week on Diesel's Movie Club, we will be reviewing Spider-Man. No way home, or as Diesel says, Spider Way, no man home. Uh, <laughs> I'm gonna fuck keep fucking it up because I have to say it two ways for Diesel. Uh, but anyways, we'll be re- we'll be reviewing that in uh, Diesel Movie Club in the week after. Will be the Matrix Resurrections. Just so you guys know what we'll be watching and what we'll be reviewing in the next couple weeks. And of course, the first Three Fat Nerds podcast of the new year. We will be giving out the nerdies for our picks of all the favorites and worst of. 2021. So that's what's on the docket for you to look forward to going into the year 2022. With that being said, though, thank you guys so much for listening this week. Hopefully we brought the entertainment and funny into your home as only we can with our takes on pop culture and nerdum. And for your fix next week, we'll be back at the same bat time, same bat channel. And with that being said, ladies and gentlemen, I only have one thing left to say this week, and that is... Later, nerds. Later. The best superhero movie of the 90s was Blank Man. Fight me. Titanic just sucks people. I want you to get it. I want you to understand. I'm doing the best I can, but not as good as I want to be. I just want to get it. Just wanna comprehend that I have to make amends with the monster inside of
Get it. 